Hello and welcome to the show. You're listening to the Fake Friendos podcast presented to you by me, Cam Steele, alongside Arjun Kumar. What's the what's the center quote? Uh, oh yeah, gap. yeah. If you no yeah. longer, uh, yeah, if you no yeah. longer make a move or take a position, I think it's, you cannot call yourself a racing driver. <laughs> Danny Fox. So bad. Is that is that what you wrote on your script, Cam? Was that what you wrote? Down? <laughs> Literally just says the word hello under it. Open up a word doc and just said hello. Okay, cool. Andrew Bargava. I don't what are you even talking about? I wasn't paying attention. Alright, today we have another pretty jam-packed episode. I know I said that last week, but still got a decent amount of stuff to talk about today. Um we got a lot of F1 stuff. Obviously, Bahrain was Last weekend, this weekend we got Saudi Arabia, got a back-to-back race weekend, which is exciting. Um, we got everyone here, all the boys. We got Arjun. Arjun, how you doing? How you feeling? Feeling good? Ready for the pod? I'm feeling fantastic. I just got uh, more or less done with my semester, so I'm excited to be done and get violently drunk this weekend. Very exciting. All right. Uh, Danny Fox, how you doing? How you... Uh, not feeling so good after Iowa. Iowa lost in both men's and women's, right? Is that what happened? Yeah. What's up, everybody? Oof. Yeah, we lost in both. So it was a. It's been a, a rough couple of weeks, but we're recovering with some F one, so we'll be good to go. Solid, solid. And we've got Drew here. Drew, how you feeling? I'm feeling great because Purdue's still playing, and it's a Wednesday, and it's the first day I'm not hungover in like six days. So it's <laughs> Perfect. Go. Yikes. <laughs> Perfect time to do the pod, I suppose. Well. Cam, how are you feeling? Oh, thank you for asking. Thank you for asking. The host always gets left out. I'm feeling pretty good. Got a, I was, had a great last weekend. I'm very excited for this weekend. Uh, the races, you know, definitely excited. So it's been good. It's been good. Just been working. Same old, same old, you know. But yeah, uh, I figured we could just get into it then, huh? Let's do it, I guess. All right. So, first thing we'll be talking about is we're going to be going over the last race, Bahrain GP. Um, I think we'll start off with everyone's. We'll do the biggest surprise and biggest letdown for everyone. How? What was um? I'll start with myself. I'll give you some guys some time to think about it. I think my biggest surprise. I mean, the obvious one is what happened to the Red Bulls. That was just ridiculous. That three, it wasn't even just the Red Bulls. It was three out of four of the Red Bull powertrain cars uh, got DNF'd, which is very unfortunate. My predictions would have been literally spot on if Max finished that race. My predictions would have been spot on, which is unfortunate. I guess that could also be the biggest letdown, but I think my biggest letdown is going to have to go to Aston Martin. Just uh, really uninspiring all around for how good that car looks just not very fun to watch and yeah how about how about you Arjun what let's see uh biggest surprise um, biggest, letdown. <clears throat> biggest surprise I was excited for K-Mag to do well didn't think he was gonna do that well so that was really really fun to see um that was really exciting yeah obviously biggest letdown was the Red Bulls for sure I definitely wanted Verstappen to be up there on the podium, but it's okay. I mean, it was funny. It was hilarious. Um, but yeah, I just think that 
it was unfortunate to see them not do so hot. And they're also so far behind now, but we'll see if they yeah can make it up or not. Well, well, we'll get into that in a bit. How about you, Danny? Biggest surprise, biggest letdown. What are you feeling? Um, Biggest surprise, I mean, kind of going with Aston Martin. I'd say McLaren as well. Oh, yeah, McLaren. Um, they were like really, really bad. Like super, super bad this weekend, which is not good. Um, but I would I would say the another big letdown was uh, Valtteri Bottas because he qualified so well. Mm. And I was like kind of expecting like a Lewis Valtteri head to head at some point, but as per usual, got a bad start, got buried in the pack, <laughs> couldn't really pass anyone too good. I don't know, I can't remember where he ended up finishing, but um, he ended P six, I think. P6, yeah. So, I mean, it's still decent for sure. But, yeah. I mean, he qualified, what was it, P5 or something, right? Or P6? I think he, no, he actually ended up P6 and he qualified P6, I think, which. Okay. Because I think he dropped to like P13 on the first yeah. lap or something like that. He's way down there. Yeah. I mean, he got um, pretty lucky with the DNFs too. Like, obviously, he wouldn't have been P6 otherwise. Yeah, like the safety car. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, that and obviously the Red Bulls, like you guys were saying, that's pretty insane for three of the four cars to all DNF in the same race, especially yeah. in the first race of the year. That's not, not a good look, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was exciting well, at least. Yeah. So. We'll, we'll get into the, uh, what happened to the Red Bull, what's being reported and if they're going to have it fixed. But, um, how about you, Drew? You was your, uh, first F1 weekend of the season. You watched one race last yeah. season, but, um, how it was the last one last season. Yeah. Yeah. Did you enjoy watching the race this weekend? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think, I mean, uh, you've all said it, but like for me, the biggest surprise was Red Bull. I just figured with the way that they finished last year that that wouldn't happen, but obviously it did. Um, so I, I would just probably stick with that. And then I don't, what was yeah. the other part of the question? Biggest letdown? Did you have a, a team that you were disappointed by? Honestly, driver? Probably Red Bull, just because I would stick with that too, because I. I mean, looking at it from their betting odds, they were favored into the season pretty heavily, and now it's going to screw up the lines a lot. And I mean, anyone that has money on Red Bull for the rest of the season is kind of questioning (laughs) that probably. For sure. Okay, well, we can move on to the next little topic we have here. I think this this is some of the most hotly contested, uh, biggest, most debated... Uh, topic of the weekend by far is the new graphics. How uh, how are we feeling about these graphics now? There's been a lot of drama. You know, people hate them or love them. I think most people hate them. I think they're not so bad. Wait, but, really? Um, yeah, a lot of people hate them. People hate change. That's yeah. crazy. I thought <laughs> I thought they looked really nice personally. I mean, I, I like didn't... I like the new the like new pictures, all the pictures that they have for the drivers and like. I don't know. It looks good, but there's definitely some functionality missing from them so far, which they yeah, could fix. I, I think the one thing I was watching with my roommate, the one thing that we were complaining about was uh, they used to at least have like the color coding so you could see who was like on the same team. It was kind of right. hard between like Williams and Red Bull and Alpine, like all being blue. But like, sure. Uh, now they all have like their sponsorship, like logos, like the Mercedes and. Alfa Romeo and all them but like a lot of the midfield teams were all like gray and white yeah so like you can tell by the shape that they're on the same team but it's not like a really like legible logo because it's so small it would Mm -hmm. probably just be better if they 
just did some kind of color scheme thing again to kind of make it easier to look at. But besides for that, like I thought, I thought it was nice enough. I mean, not surprised that they change it. Things change every once in a while. Yeah, but for sure. people people like their traditional <laughs> one. I'm sure. So probably yeah, don't want to switch it. Definitely just hating on the change. But the one of the functionality things that was unfortunate was um, during qualifying, like the like everyone was getting purple sectors like just like all the time when they're on the same lap it was just really weird it was obviously not working properly um but other than that not so bad i like how they look um okay so we can just go hold on i was also gonna have a take really quickly i was even thinking that that change was kind of deliberate because i had an idea and i looked it up and it seems like it tracks like nascar that's how they do it they switch it to like logos and stuff so maybe even like targeting more of the Western audience, maybe with like how the it's graphics like are set up. Thing. Yeah, just like a marketing thing. Interesting, interesting. Because um, it just seems like that's how it works with NASCAR. And yeah, well, we I don't know. We don't have we don't have it included anywhere in here, but I saw that the GP had the biggest ratings in the U.S. of opening race yet. So obviously, oh, it's becoming. Course more and more of a western thing over here which is pretty cool yeah um, maybe even even later we can talk about like how d- deliberate like the creation of dts was and like how under new management like how they changed how f1 like completely changed like their marketing yeah well we're definitely beginning into the management a little bit later during the news yeah um okay <clears throat> how about we go over just i'll just i'll just give you a little little headline about each team how they did and you stop me if you want to talk about one of them okay so we had red bull obviously look good but engine failure i think that sums up their weekend uh mclaren dog shit unfortunately um mercedes capitalized uh what they were given which is good for them you know lewis on the podium that was exciting um we got haas solid performance unfortunate for matt um not matt spin uh, Schumacher that he got spun on lap one, but overall not bad. Good for Alfa Romeo, double points. Uh, shout out to Joe Guan Yu getting his first debut point. Uh, you know, pretty exciting on his first race. That's pretty cool. Um, definitely looks the best of the pay drivers, which is good for him. Maybe he won't be so bad. I think we all had him like bottom of our predictions, so we'll see how that right. works out. Um, and then another, also solid from Alpine, which looked pretty good. Ocon and Alonso, both top 10. And then um, Aston, Martin, rest in peace. They look dog shit. Um, Williams, eh, Alex Albon looked pretty good, though. You know, not bad. Um, and then Ferrari, 1-2, the big, the boys. Let's go, baby. We love that. Exciting. Um, but yeah, so that was Every team, not uh, some ups, ups and downs for certain teams. Um, but so moving on to the results of the race and the highlights, really, of the, the race was Leclerc versus Verstappen. How, um, how did everyone feel watching that, that uh, the head-to-head going into turn one and Charles re-overtaking into turn four? Just what they did, like three or four laps in a row? It was crazy. Yeah. No, that, that battle was super crazy. I think, I don't know. I feel like Max is like 
taken to heart how people are just like talking mad shit about how he can't race <laughs> yeah i feel he, like it was way better than he was last year at least like the last two rounds of last year like or not the last two maybe the second to last the one at jetta was insane <laughs> that was a pretty bad race for him as, as far as trying to race clean but uh no i mean they left each other like a bunch of room they're able to go back and forth that's not really something we've seen a lot um especially last year but maybe that's because of how the cars are made now and they can race closer. Like maybe it's a hint at things to come, but um, I mean, obviously it looks like it's going to be like a Red Bull Ferrari shootout as long as they both are in the race together. So it'll be, it'll be cool to see over the next few weeks, how that progresses. What about you, Arjun? how did you feel about, how did Max, how do you feel about your boy looking out there? Um, Yeah, I, I would agree with Danny. I think that he held in there more than I, thought he would um and yeah i mean i I liked how i liked how he raced uh it seems like certainly leclerc has a little bit more iq than him uh when it comes to it and he like max is taking like premature opportunities that he could probably wait for um in drs zones and stuff like that but um i don't know i think i think i think he did well just unfortunate that he had the failure but i think i think he did good yeah I'm i'm happy with him before I throw it to Drew, I just wanted to say it was there was uh, that video of Leclerc's um, like head cam footage going around. You could see yeah. like yeah. At him going down the straight. He only went up in a seventh gear, like purposely. And he he talked about it in interviews too how he he was letting Max pass into turn one because he he knew he could get it done into turn four, which is just awesome, awesome racing. But what about you, Drew? How was the uh, what did you think of that head to head? I mean, I guess I don't I don't know as much right about that Verstappen from from last year, but I the the audio clip of how frustrated he got when his engine started failing and he was that that was just I think like what Danny said he's taking it to heart a lot of what happened at the end of last year and uh, Leclerc is obviously going to be the better driver probably um, as far as. I don't know, strategy goes, but as far as aggressiveness, I think Verstappen's going to definitely come back and he's going to be really aggressive. And I yeah. don't know if that's going to hurt or help him, but yeah, we'll see. Well, I think this is a, a very fun uh, opportunity for some rivalries, especially new rivalries, and especially here on the pod as Arjun is uh, infamously known in our group as the Verstappen guy, you know. Yeah. And like I was saying, Max did really good in that race. And I think he's obviously, you know, the king uh, champion right now. He's the king. But, you know, all I got to say about Max is that even though he's the king, <laughs> what's, oh a king what a a <laughs> what's a king to a god? What's a king to a god? God Leclerc, baby. What's a king to a god? Right there. 16, baby. Brought out the fucking Kanye oh lyric. Are you serious? Let's go. <laughs> 16, right there. I don't, I can't believe how many times you probably rehearsed that before. Yeah, seriously. That's crazy. For, in the mirror. This is a, uh, I know it's an audio <laughs> media mostly, but I got myself a, Arjun's wearing his Max Verstappen hat. I got myself a Charles Leclerc hat. My guy, Charles, of course. But I think hopefully, Arjun, well, yeah, hopefully we can get into a little rivalry here. Wouldn't that be yeah, fun, maybe, huh? Yeah. I feel yeah, like uh, as I think my guy is Charles, you know, Arjun's got Max. Danny, 
Dang, he's got George. You know, we'll see how George is doing. Maybe Drew will pick a driver this year. You know, yeah, see Drew pick a guy. Yeah, dude, you got it. Right, right you now. One. You no, you don't have to pick one right now, but you know. <laughs> Who do you like? Yeah. Who's your driver now? Eventually, eventually, once you. Uh... My Drew my... picks Huspola. Yeah, that, if he hey, if he's driving, if he's the ghost rider. No, my my pick is gonna come down to who's consistently gonna keep winning me money. I'll tell you that much right now. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll that, get into uh, some picks in a bit. How we're feeling, what we like. So and so far, it's Leclerc. So <laughs> can't, it has to be different. It does have no, to be it, different. Sure, sure. I'll, I'll pick someone different that'll win. Okay, money. okay. I'll find a way. I'll find okay, a way. well. That was um oh yeah so real quick we'll start we'll go into what Red Bull's issue was um the reporting right now is that uh it was a like fuel vacuum or some seal sort of issue so the, what ended up happening was the engine didn't get enough fuel and stalled out and so um that's what they're saying that's what Red Bull is saying but um I heard some theories about Maybe they didn't give the car enough fuel, um, towards, and so they're running too low at the end, um, which would be pretty disastrous, you know. Like strategy-wise, that's a pretty big fuck up. Um, yeah, but a huge fuck up. We'll see. I think, I think uh, they'll have it sorted out. Obviously, for this weekend, but I think it could, if it really was them running out of fuel or like not, ha- they didn't run out obviously, but if they. Like didn't have enough. Um, like if that was their issue, I could see them maybe being more conservative with it uh, this weekend. Maybe putting more fuel in the car or something, and maybe potentially getting a little bit slower because of it this weekend. So I don't know. We'll see. I saw that like someone reported that Gasly's because Gasly was the car that like actually blew up. They right. said that one was because of the battery. So interesting. And I I think I remembered. I don't know if it was Verstappen or Perez. Like one of them was saying, like, "There's no more battery left," or like, "I'm losing power" or something. So, like, I wouldn't be surprised if it's actually that. It's also like, you wouldn't know. It's all people kind of just guessing, I think, unless you're like in the team, because I don't think they're really gonna say. For sure. But, um, I mean, I don't know. I feel like as far as like an actual like explosion in the car goes, I feel like a battery makes more sense. Yeah. But um, yeah. and then if it happened to one car, you know, it could happen to the other two. So that might the, be part of it as well. The only official statement is about the fuel, the like vacuum, something about the um, like some hose seal or hose. Yeah. Okay. That's that's the official word, but you know, we'll see. They they lie half the time though. So yeah, yeah. You can't I tell trust you that fastest lap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't trust anyone with that shit, especially the radio. I don't too. know. I I feel like that's. I feel like that won't be much of an issue. Even if they're weighed down a little bit, I don't know how much of an issue that would be going into Jetta, just cons- like track consideration and stuff. Um, but that's something that we can talk about too. Yeah, no, that's perfect timing. Well, talking about Jetta, how about we get into, um, move on to next weekend. We'll do the classic poll, one, two, three, and we'll give each of us a bold prediction. Um can I can my bold prediction be in my one two three? Yeah, yeah, of course, definitely. Let me pull up my prediction real quick. Okay, so let's see. Today we'll have Danny Fox go first. Actually, no, no, no. We'll keep the tradition the tradition of Drew going first. So Drew, <laughs> this oh next God. weekend, um, once again, I'm gonna need 
pole position. So on Saturday, who's going to have the fastest lap to get pole position? And then I'm going to need who's going to get one, two, three in the race. So start with the pole position. Hmm. I'm going to go, I'm going to go bold with this and take, well, maybe it's not bold. No, it's not, it's not going to be bold. Uh, I don't know. Um, can you give me a second to pull up the betting odds? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Follow the money. You know, you can't go wrong following that's, the money. I mean, that's what I'm doing here, right? So can't I, go wrong it didn't, following it, the money. It didn't let me. It didn't let me down last time. Yeah, I got. That's true. I got pulled right. Um, okay, let's see. Speaking of the betting odds, last weekend's pretty good weekend for me. Got yeah. a what? Yeah, Drew got me into this shit, bro. Drew oh, wrote no. me in. I got, I got. What a fuckhead! Dude. I got the science and Hamilton podium. That was pretty exciting. The Hamilton podium, especially. Sick. Yeah, the, the last few Hamilton. laps had to be insane for you then. Yeah, if it you was had nuts. Hamilton on podium. Yeah, it all came together like last second, and I had Ferrari fastest lap, and like Charles got it on the first lap after the safety car. I was like, fuck yes. That's because almost That's Red so Bull funny. almost had it. Yeah, it was wow. pretty nuts. I almost want to take Lewis Hamilton for pole. Okay. Okay. I, I don't know, but I mean, so so Verstappen is favored right now for pole. Leclerc is just barely behind him. And then Carlos is right behind them, a little bit of a gap. And then Hamilton is the fourth favorite to take that at plus okay. 1,400 odds. But logic tells me it's probably going to be Leclerc again. Um and then okay so are you gonna go leclerc or are you gonna go hamilton for pole i'm gonna go leclerc okay I'm hoping that hamilton takes it because that's okay. probably where i'll put some money okay okay and then how about the race i just need a prediction for one two and three um funny enough actually for for these odds here leclerc and verstappen are tied to win really that's, yeah what is it 125 150 150 mm-hmm. for both um, I think I'm going to take for one Leclerc two Verstappen. No, actually flip that. I'm going to go Verstappen one Leclerc two and then Hamilton three. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll go next. Um, for pole position, I'm going to go with Max. Cause I think Max is going to, Max almost put together that wicked fucking lap last year together. Um, it was so close. I think he's still going to be faster on this track. So I'm going to go with Max as pole position. In the race, though, I'm going to go Charles for first place because, like I said, I think Red Bull might play a little more conservative uh, this weekend. Maybe with the engine, too, turning it down maybe just a bit just to you know nurse it maybe. I don't know. We'll see. So I'm going to go Charles in first, Max in second, and Sainz in third. Which is actually my same predictions as last week, but I think I almost got them right last week. And I I feel like those three are pretty not super far ahead. I think also Sergio wasn't like super far behind signs. So I could see him creeping up into third place, but I think the Ferrari is still just gonna be super fast, even at this track. So I'm gonna go with Charles, Max, and Signs. <laughs> and about the Mercedes, I feel less confident about them here especially 
since it's a super fast track and you know obviously the porpoising happens at high speeds so i think they might be struggling here so uh, definitely not going to be you know putting money on lewis or george this weekend for podium at least for sure but how about we go with you danny then danny what do you think um for pole let's spice it up because i feel like I feel like it's actually going to be Leclerc or Verstappen. I'm going to say Pole's going to be Sainz. Ooh, okay. Because it's not either of those two, and it's not Checo. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, Sainz was like, he seemed pretty upset with himself last week with how he performed, even though he came in second. He was like, sure. pretty hard on himself. So um, I'm sure he's pretty amped up and ready to go for next week. So hopefully that, that translates to qualifying. Um, as far as one, two, three goes... I'll go. Um, I'll go. Science from the beginning all the way to the end to win. Okay. And then I'll go Charles for a back-to-back one-two, and then I'm gonna put George at third because he's he's got to get one eventually this season. Falling <laughs> for your boy. I like that. I like that. Okay, Arjun, what are you thinking? Uh, me and Danny are pretty similar. Uh, so I I had Science taking pole and then keeping it. Uh, to win I have Verstappen off of your reasoning um, being tell Alan to shut the fuck up <laughs> um, and then I have Verstappen uh, I can't even he's so annoying he was supposed to come to dinner today and my mom made dinner and then he just not gonna show up and he was like yeah I'm just gonna eat here fuck Alan's at Drew's yeah oh, I see. Um, anyway I can't even hear his voice is so annoying. It, goes like, <laughs> it amplifies through his goddamn fucking Persian nose. But Shots anyway. Down. Um, so, Verstappen. Uh, I have Verstappen at two. I think uh, off of Cam's reasoning, I think he's going to be really quick on this track. And then I do have Mr. Saturday taking third. Wow. Podium. So, I'm really excited. I think he's. I think he's going to do well. Yeah, well, he wasn't too far off the. Yeah, pace that that in was that was my reasoning. That was my reasoning. Uh, he wasn't too far off in qualifying, um, in Bahrain. So I was like, you know what? I think he's gonna pull it together. So, yeah, in Q one and Q two, he was definitely on pace, and then Q three he kind of slipped up. But you can pull it all together. Should be good. I mean, honestly, like, probably what should put Carl uh, Charles at three, but. Fuck him and fuck you. So, uh, <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Keep that energy. Keep that energy. I like that. Okay, okay. We'll see. Um, okay, so how about we get uh, just uh, real quick? We'll go around bold prediction from everyone. I want something crazy, something bold. You know, something okay. you're gonna feel good about if you get right. Can so, I go? Yeah, yeah. Go for it. You go first. Off the heat. Uh, K Mag at four. Oh boy! I like that. Wow, I like that too. Okay, okay. Um, you want me to go next? I'll go next. Go next. I'm gonna go. I don't know if this is. It's not like super hot, a super hot prediction, but I'm gonna go. Joe Guan Yu. Back to back points, and I think he'll be top eight, so eighth place probably. That's my bull <laughs> prediction. Fair. Just, top just, eight just squeaking in there yeah <laughs> yeah that, that's <laughs> my prediction 
All right, Danny, bold prediction. Uh, my bold prediction is that Verstappen is leaving Jetta with zero points still. Oh man, I think he's gonna either DNF or get somehow get some kind of damage that's gonna throw him like way at the back of the pack or something's gonna happen. That's gonna be my bold prediction. That'd be so sad, bro. That'd be crazy. Yeah. All right, Drew, bold prediction. So, so to to add on to what Danny just said, I think the the bold bet I'm gonna take is Sergio Perez finishing in a better position than Max Verstappen. Ooh, Ooh that, is I like that. that is a good one. That's a specific line that I'm gonna take at plus four hundred. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I like that. Okay, well, real quick, his Drew's learning curve is really impressive. He's like catching on really quickly. Yeah, yeah. I like how all of his predictions are just entirely betting based. <laughs> I, well, I, t- I told so I told Statistics. Cam this. I Vegas told Cam knows. This, yeah, I told Cam this last weekend. I was like, I don't have the time or maybe the the focus to to watch everything from last year and try to learn the ins and outs of every team, but you can get a lot from the way betting odds change. And I showed Cam how much they changed after. So the bets that we took, that I took last week on Tuesday when we recorded the episode versus after Saturday when, after qualifying happened, the odds that shifted, it's really interesting to see like who changed to what to, and who is favored to win, you know, and stuff like that. So that's just kind of showed me what I need to do if I can track that through the season. Wait, so does it make sense for you to wait so are you like confident and then you're taking like better lines before qualifying or does it make more sense to wait after qualifying? Well, I think, I think it depends. Cause something, something like, like this Sergio Perez versus Max Verstappen, that's a head to head line. So if something happens to Max in qualifying, then his, his numbers shoot down and Sergio's uh, go up. So you would make less money if you took it Saturday evening, right before the race Versus if you took it now, right? Because you don't know what's going to happen on Saturday. So I think that it just depends on who's favored and who's not. Um, I know that's something I'm going to have to figure out as I go through this season too. Because I don't, yeah. I can't tell, I can't tell that about, you know, in all of the sports, it's just dependent on like injuries. But for F1, it's like car mechanics plus just team chemistry is like a thing that gets factored in when I looked it up and. Things yeah. like that. So the, the track obviously is a huge factor. Like that's never a factor in other sports, really. Of like the stadium well, this or is, venue that they're playing in. It's definitely a segment we're gonna start having a little bit more and more, especially with Drew bringing me into this. And uh, so something I wanted to point out. Uh, well, this will be our F one picks. Uh, do we, we don't really have a name. We'll come up with a name for it, maybe something fun. But for now, it's our F one picks segment. And real quick, I just wanted to shout out. Well, first off, shout out to me for. I, I put, <laughs> Go fuck yourself, Go fuck yourself. I, I put money down for Charles's for the championship, driver championship before Saturday at plus 200. So shout out to that. Got some pretty good odds there. But also, speaking on the results. Plus of, 300 yeah. for driver's championship? Yeah. He's at like, like I mean, one, that's one. a that's a That's a long way to go for plus 300 odds unless you put a fuck ton of money down but i mean i'm not trying to make a shit ton of money or anything just for fun really but um speaking on the results from this weekend uh ferrari their main competition this year is looking like red bull and so with red bull scoring zero points this weekend and ferrari getting the big 40 point lead you're probably not you're probably not going to get very good odds on ferrari right now but 
that those 40 points, I think, could definitely play a big uh, role in the constructors down the line, especially if Mercedes, especially if Mercedes uh, doesn't like knock up into that one, two slot um, fighting for first or second. So dynasty's over, dude, maybe down the line, maybe down the line, keep an eye on the trying to get some fry futures. But yeah, uh, we'll definitely talk about this more as we go. Drew, do um, what are you thinking about this weekend? Because also this weekend, I just saw that there's like daily, it's not daily fantasy, I guess, but weekly fantasy um, for F1. And so I picked a team for this weekend. Um, and I'll just go through real quick who I picked out. As, so basically you have a, Danny and uh, Arjun, do you guys know how like the daily or weekly fantasy works? No. no. Okay. So like you have a, like a budget and like you pick, let's see, it's one, two, three, four, five drivers and one constructor. Um, yeah. And you have like a budget and each of them costs money basically depending on how good like they are. Form, yeah. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. And so you basically want to build the best team that you can get. To score the most points that you get, the drivers get points based on finishing position as well as uh how many places they gained or lost obviously they lose points um but so for this weekend i got uh let's see i did ferrari as my constructor or no no i did red bull as my constructor and then i got uh charles and carlos is where i spent big and then i got Ocon, schumacher and Alex Albon, which I feel pretty good about. I feel like that's a, a solid little roster there. Spent big on the Ferrari guys. I think they're going to perform this weekend. So hopefully that pays dividends for me. But um, How does the scoring work for like drivers like Albon? Because I don't think like their car is fast enough to be in the points per se. But like, is that more just like overtakes? I think it's, uh, it's, it's based on grid position. So like starting grid position versus finishing grid. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, it, hopefully he... I think, what, last weekend he started, what, was it 15? And he got up to, like, 12 or something. So, hopefully he has a slimmer performance this weekend. Um, but, yeah. Drew, do you have any uh, anything to say about this weekend coming up for picks that you're interested in? What I'm looking at... Um... It's tough. So, so the hard part about this is right now I can't, I can't really parlay anything, um, which means I have to stick with the odds that I'm given. But right. I do think I'm going to take the Sergio Perez finishing in a better position than Max Verstappen. Um, and I think I'm going to take uh, Verstappen. To is there, the is there a Max Verstappen finishing in a better position than Charles Leclerc on there? No, the the head to head matchups are uh, by team. I was just so, making a joke, but <laughs> probably Beautiful. shit fucking odds. My God, Charles, not a we chance. Can, we can, we can <laughs> craft, dude. Right now, right now, the odds for that are completely tied. Um, for Verstappen okay. and Leclerc to win are both at plus one fifty. So I don't know the head to. I mean, the head to head would just be even. Like, there's literally no. Yeah, like happen. a good bet. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, you would make zero dollars on that. Another <laughs> uh, anyone either. <laughs> another shout out is uh, maybe 
looking at Mercedes falling out of the top six, maybe something like a, someone like a K Mag, you get decent odds on for top six. I mm. think uh, is something good to look at. Definitely, probably gonna. Be, I'm gonna look at that this weekend. But yeah, I think uh, definitely. I like hearing about bets, betting like sports betting and other podcasts. But I hate when people like. I feel like talking about the picks and the odds is interesting, but. I don't want to get into like, you know, oh, I won this much this weekend. I feel like that's the most boring yeah. shit. So, yeah, uh, yeah definitely. No, I think we'll it's just and- I think it's just interesting to see how these lines are going to change throughout the season and continue to watch them. Because, I mean, after even after what happened to Red Bull last weekend, they're still heavily favored in everything moving forward in the futures and everything like that. Yeah. So that's that's interesting to see because are they going to be able to hold up to that? Or as far as the only the only time I want to talk about money is if you guys lose a fuck ton. <laughs> <laughs> as a friend should. Yeah. Also, since Cam got to shout himself out, I also want to shout myself out for saying Max would be qualifying top three and fall out of top three, which he did. Good point. Good point. Danny, yeah, if we Cam. if we combined our predictions, it would have been golden. It would have actually been perfect. It would have yeah. been perfect prediction. Yeah. Well, we'll collab on our next ones. Maybe we'll see. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so up next, we've got some F1 news. Uh, We're going to start off kind of in this little section of, you know, F1, the management with uh, bringing new teams in, new races. There's been a lot of reporting about that recently. Um, The main ones I'm going to talk about today were... Um, the head of F1 saying there's a potential for dirty races in a season based on the interest from different tracks and different teams. Um, what what are we at currently? Twenty three races this year. Fuck, dude, that's insane. One more than last year already. Yeah, it's just been going up and up. And another reporting, a uh, little bit of reporting about this, this that went along with the statement was that some of these tracks, some of our beloved, you know, tracks might be getting switched out for, you know, obviously the richest tracks. Um, specifically, there's a lot of drama about Spa um, getting dropped because apparently they're in a rough financial situation, hmm. um, which would be everyone was very upset about. As personally, I love Spa, uh, like watching it, playing it, just it seems yeah. like a been it's been around for a long time just seems like a classic track could be a real shame to lose that what um so yeah go ahead i was gonna say one how seven weeks is a lot of time taken away from the off season to develop that's an insane amount of time that's a good point to add seven more races and that's also assuming that those races are back-to-back weeks which they right exactly which is I mean, crazy. This, this season, this year, is already going until the end of November. So, and it right. like just started. That's year. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's insane. So then that's that's literally like February off season, and then mid March start. Like that's insane. Right. Yeah. And that, that's weird too. If they're going to be like dropping tracks that they currently have, and then still adding so, enough and to get it to thirty, like that's yeah. insane. Yeah. No, it was weird. I, I really hope they don't get rid of too many legacy tracks that are just also, iconic. Also, like, how are teams going to be able to 
I would imagine that players are going to advocate for like, if I'm taking on the, like the life risk of seven more tracks, I better be getting paid a fuck ton more. That's a 33% increase in the amount of times I'm risking my life. Yeah. Like that's definitely on a good track. Point. Right. And then not, and then on top of that, like you, how are they going to be able to pay some of these guys? You know, like it, cause think about it. Verstappen's deal is what upwards of North of 300 million, right. For his six years, eight years. It's like 40, 50, 40 or 50 a mil, right. Or a year. I think. Yeah. For six years until 2028. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If he, if he wants to proportionally like make money off of that, that's another hundred million dollars coming his way. It's like, I, I mean, yeah, I guess Red Bull, like they put in like 2.5 billion a year into their team. But like, how do some, how do some of these other teams like keep up with that? That's crazy. Yeah. Well, it's, it's weird too, especially because they were like introducing like cost caps this year, but now they're like trying to make everyone like they're trying to make more money without them spending more, but they're doing more races. Uh, it just seems like it's very much in like FIA's benefit yeah, to just make I'm actually, more money. Yeah, I'm actually worried. I see this as kind of like a perversion of the sport, actually. I think that this is going to be yeah. like really, really bad for the sport. It's just going to turn into just like a money, money haul. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, we all knew that there was some aspect of it, but I, so far it's been a good balance. Yeah. Right? Well, but now, I mean, now that it's getting popular in America. Yeah. That's, I feel like that yeah. might be the downfall of everything. Speaking <laughs> of betting on everything. <laughs> yeah. But with us I mean, getting three races next year. Dude. God damn. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I guess we'll, we'll have to wait and see what they do. But I think 22 or 23 rounds is like more than enough. Yeah. I don't think there's really any need to have anything more than that. But, yeah. and I guess if they were to replace a track, that might be a good question. If yeah. they, if they were to replace a track, which track would you want it to be? I already know what my answer is, and I think it's pretty easy. Hmm. Okay, you go first then. Monaco. <laughs> oh, dude, I was gonna say that's uh, it's like that's like the worst track to race on. It's a cool track. Like, yeah, if you were to if you were to have everyone line up like for qualifying, that's probably one of the most exciting tracks because it's like a two car width wide street circuit, and like if you're on the track by yourself, it's probably super fun to drive. But like can't like really pass on yeah. that track like I, mean, I think this last year the only it was only notable because valtteri's car got messed up and they couldn't get the tire off and so he like dnf'd and like everyone was getting passed just through like undercuts and overcuts like there was no like <laughs> passes really so yeah well especially with the the cars getting heavier and heavier uh and stuff right and bigger you know it's just harder to yeah. drive in that sort of track i think it's gonna be a sh- it could be a shit show this year uh definitely we'll see I yeah go. I was gonna say, just based on my experience with the video game, this is completely subjective. This has nothing to do with the actual <laughs> thing. I hate Baku so much just of because of how <laughs> dog shit I am on that track on F one. So that's out for me. What okay. I do hope is that what I do hope is that they uh uh make a track in like a live war zone. I think that would be really fun. <laughs> I mean, we're kind of almost there a little bit, you know. We were we were this close this year uh, already, but um, you, so you, you want them to just, you want them to just like open up that track again in Russia or something? <laughs> no, okay, not a war zone, but yeah, well, yes, a war zone that'd be fun. What else? Yeah. Kind of war just, zone like, mean? Fireworks <laughs> for free. 
fireworks for free, right? Yeah, and they kind just of put, a, like landmines or, on the track. They have to drive right, around. Go, right, going right, going back to like exactly like going back to our first like our second episode with our um, Nickelodeon slime shit. Yeah, right. Just Mario Kart. The fuck. I mean, if we're gonna go this way, and, like Martin. we're gonna like. Just like, we're just gonna like fuck, fuck it. We're just gonna desecrate the entire sport. Like we're gonna add thirty races. Like fuck it. Just make it as entertaining as possible. I want potholes like that are like four <laughs> feet deep, right? Like New York. I City want. Potholes. I want. I want he said, ramps. He said four, I want he said ramps. Four feet and held his finger up like two <laughs> inches. Is about four feet. Um, what said, am I gonna do? Like I'm gonna go like this. He said four feet. I want. Not I want great for the audio product. Can't. Th- this is a, that's like a tactic that I use. I'd be like. Yeah, I'll be like, I'll tell girls like, yeah, I'm four feet, and then like, they're like, they're like, yeah, it's four feet. Anyway, um, moving on. I want, I want ramps. Yeah, I'd like that. O- oil slick features on the back of the car. That'd be Mario Kart, man. I'm down. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah, okay, and then like speaking of Warzone, speaking of War, yeah, yeah, blue shell. Blue except shells. it's except it's kind of just like like in their pod. Like you see, like in like the review, uh, like in like the dash cam footage, like Leclerc's going, and then he says like a live, and he throws it behind him. And then, you know, like, <laughs> Reaches under the into the cockpit, pulls out a green yeah. shell over the shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> no, the, yeah. the blue, the blue yeah. shell. And then the blue instead shell of like, just be like a spring under every car that someone <laughs> in like the the administrator's booth can just like trigger at some point and just it just flips the car and they're like, oh, all right, you and then go they get rid that. of they get rid of DRS. If you're behind someone, you just have like a missile launch feature and it comes out of the front of the <laughs> oh thing and then just hits the back of the car, <laughs> the back of the car in front of all you. All right, all right. Let's, uh, let's just, can't, let's just. And okay. each driver, each okay. driver gets paid oh, $250 million a year. Jesus. How do you, how do you mute someone else? <laughs> Moving on. Um, okay. This just is real, what they want to hear. Just real quick. We'll talk about, um. There's they're saying a lot of teams more than Andretti are trying to get in to the sport um a lot of theories about them waiting on basically the volkswagen group uh to decide how they're going to enter before even letting anyone else in like andretti um so but really i just wanted to ask you guys was how would you feel about uh, a grid with more than 10 teams honestly i feel like the cars are too fast for that many cars at the same time i mean i me and cam like started watching f3 a little bit and those those grids have 30 cars but it like right. works because those cars are like significantly slower than the f1 cars like you already see on some tracks like last year they had a lot of issues with people like backing up and like basically being stopped on the track when trying to do qualifying laps and like mm. that's they even did that with like in like q3 when there's only 10 cars on the track but like i can't imagine what q1 would look like if you had like 22 or 24 cars Right. all out there at the same time especially on some of the smaller tracks too like monaco would be like just stupid it'd be insane it's already like ridiculous as it is but like small tracks like that would just be terrible or like bahrain where it's like you want the slipstream down the front straight but you know those those kind of tracks with the long straights would be probably the worst and they're right. already kind of tough as it is and they're trying to mitigate that with the the smaller cars and everything but still it would still be it'd be a lot worse than it would be now what about you arjun i I, I don't I wouldn't say um, more teams. I will say I would like one more American team. I think that would be cool. Yeah, I'm like, rooting for Andretti for sure. That'd be cool. One more American team and one of them comes out would be I'd be happy with that. 
Yeah. That'd be nice. Okay. Um, yeah, I just want to see. Yeah, I just want to see what they can do because it seems like, yeah, it seems like Haas is doing all right. But we'll see. I, th- I think that's a, a lot more buy-in too because it's really difficult to like root for Haas and then if they're going to have expand the circuitry and in, in um, the U.S., then I think like a good a good American team would be pretty cool. Yeah, an American team rivalry would be sick too. Like two American I want the teams. Next, yeah. I want the next American team to have like a bald eagle and like a giant American flag <laughs> as livery. Just look like yeah. absolutely stupid compared to all these like sophisticated yeah. Mercedes ones and everything. Just like just a, so obnoxious. Yeah, just like, like, like disgustingly patriotic. On yeah. yeah, like M16s <laughs> on the back wing. <laughs> well, speaking of liveries, real quick, the last news story I wanted to shout out was that teams have been struggling to get uh, their weights down. And so they've literally been taking like the paint off of the cars to lower the weight. Um, so like be on the lookout this weekend for like certain parts of the cars to just legit be not painted as they're trying to get <laughs> to the weight limit. It's going to be, I saw some uh, photos of the Asimar and like parts of the side pod are like weren't painted. Uh, so yeah, definitely be on the lookout for that. Does that save that much weight? I want a non-performance piece. It's probably significant. Yeah. To get rid of it there. You know, Danny, you ever you ever carried a, a big can of paint? Shit, <laughs> well, it, I think that's about the same, right? What are you talking about? Stupid thing to say, Daddy. Do you know have you ever picked up a can of paint? And also, I mean, they they already use like matte paint compared to like glossy paint, which the gloss would obviously look better. But I I know that they've said that paint is heavier compared to the matte, so. They already, I already say I that. say they just get rid of the engine, go full Flintstones with the cars. <laughs> All right, I mean, that just we got to meet Arjun this episode. He's awesome. <laughs> okay. What, what, one thing. One more thing. Super yeah, go quick. ahead. I was gonna say, um, I don't like the idea of the Vegas circuit at all. I like. I don't think it's gonna be interesting. I don't think it's gonna be fun. Also, it. I don't know how they're going to do it. First of all, it's going to be fucking crazy expensive to go to that yeah. uh, race in the first place. Dude, you're trying you're talking about shutting down the strip for like five whole days for these fucking cars to roll through? Not happening. Well, they said they said no. a portion they said a portion of the strip, right? I mean, just a portion. Even is even then, that's so much, dude. That's so much. It's about to be a buying out that, there's it's uh, so many small businesses and all this stuff like like well, getting every, them to convince me like you can't really have that much foot traffic either. Like, it's going to be difficult. I will say, also bringing a race to Las Vegas, like the gambling capital of the world, is maybe not the best look ever for any sport <laughs> to have. So, especially a sport like F1 look. that is, like, just so unbelievably expensive and, like, so money-funded. Yeah. Like, to bring it straight to somewhere that, like, to, like, right in front of the casinos, like, right in front of Caesar's Palace where it's like people are losing like millions of dollars a day, right. you know, like to these casinos. Like it's just, I don't know, not a, not a good look to me. I think that's, to like the, best, a, I think that's like the best reason to bring it. I don't, well, for me, I mean, yeah, it makes this most sense for like what Drew was saying. It makes most sense for the corporation, for the business. But I think there's a whole thing about like the culture of F1 being a little bit more like it's a like classist, right? It's supposed to be classist. Yeah. And bringing it down to like shit that some honky tonk Americans could <laughs> like be like interested in kind of like, it, I don't know, maybe I'm just racist, but no, I, <laughs> I think, I think, I think that's more NASCAR. 
that that's like that's already what NASCAR is. But we're making it. We're bringing like we're slowly like it's coming down. I, to I that. think. I, I don't think so. I think. I think like the whole the whole idea of Vegas and maybe maybe this is just I, I don't know. I'm just guessing too much. But you have to see how fast sports betting, online sports betting, is getting legalized in the states, like in multiple states across the country. And so if people can just bet on these games from their phone and not have to go to a casino and then they can open it up to, because I mean, we're not, Cam and I are not betting hundreds of thousands of dollars on who's going to win this race. But when they take it to Vegas, they've then opened up that, 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 you know, to those, like you said, Danny, those people that are losing millions of dollars, there's professional sports bettors that do this stuff for a living and they will bet $300,000 or whatever on this, uh, race and then the casino takes in the money it opens up more sponsorship opportunities for these f1 teams if you can have like caesar's palace sports book or whatever you know sponsoring your card paying for a portion of it so i just think that it is a way for f1 to generate a lot more money yeah in, but in a few that's years. not what they need though yeah <laughs> that's it, what it's what it, it, it opens the pathway to it no longer be being a sport and it's just a performance like it's not okay a yeah, sport anymore. yeah you know what i'm saying yeah, I'd I think, even say too, like, sorry, Cam. No, ahead. no, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say, like, with the last two tracks they made, with the, the Miami track and then also Jeddah, those are both very like uninspiring tracks. Like they're yeah. cool, but like, it's like it, there's been all the clips online of someone like throwing a rubber band on the ground and it just like kind of falls into these curves and you're like, oh my god, a new F1 track. And that's like <laughs> kind of it's like honestly not far from like how the tracks look, <laughs> especially the one in Miami. Yeah, but. Well, like that's what, then there's tracks like Portimao, you know, that's like built into like oh, the geography. So cool. like, I'm pretty sure that the Miami GP is just like the exit loop out of the parking lot of yeah. the Draw Cafe. It's like, like that's all it is. It's like there's nothing special about it. Like if, if you go to like a Dua Lipa concert and then you're like trying to get the fuck out with your family, like that you're doing the track. <laughs> like, don't don't worry, I already know this one. <laughs> yeah. <that> yeah. <laughs> no, that's what that's what I was gonna bring up about the. We'll see how the Miami GP is received this year. And because I think the Circuit of the Americas is a legit racetrack, and I think that's like that as Arjun was saying, that was the, fun, yeah. About the classes of like certain tracks, especially, I feel like that's like still an elite track, and I think there could be like opportunities for some tracks that already exist in the U.S. to be um, added that are those elite prestigious tracks that um, could be added. But you know, we'll see. Hopefully, the Miami GP turns out all right. I guess, but. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm sure they're gonna make a ton of money at yeah. Miami GP, so they're gonna be like, "Oh, this was great. We should do it again sometime." The ticket prices were nuts. Yeah, yeah, and I can't even imagine what they'd be for Vegas if they're crazy for Miami. Yeah, that's why I'm trying to go Montreal, low key. Yeah, facts. But yeah, uh, I think that's a good place to end it. Uh, we'll say goodbye to everyone listening. Goodbye. Goodbye, Belgium. Goodbye, everybody. See y'all. Au revoir.